Welcome in, everyone, to Students of the Game. I'm your host, Kyle Jasper, bringing you another electric episode. Today, we are going to be covering the MLB offseason and uh, who succeeded and who did nothing, Cardinals. Um, but yeah. we will do that, and then we will go into our final round of the Ugly Jersey Draft, do our stock market, talk a little blues, and then end up with a little surprise that we have for all you guys. And uh, we're all very excited about it. It's going to be uh, a workout, quote unquote. And uh, on that note, hit the music. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. VIP coming live from the VIP. Let's get ready to rumble. Thank you guys for listening in uh, to our Memorial Day episode. And before we get going, I want to say a few words about what Memorial Day means to me, our whole podcast, and this country in general. It, Memorial Day is a special day. It's it's the day that's set aside just to you know remember with gratitude and pride all those who've served and died for our for our country and for our freedom. May your day be filled with memories and peace, everyone. I mean, I. I really think that we should go more out of our way to acknowledge the people that that just risk their lives every single day during this time of crisis and everything, being away from their families and not knowing and knowing no certainty with everything. So I really want to just thank all the men and women out there. Thank you guys so much. I, I hope someday we reach you guys and uh, just to say thanks. All right, let's get on going with this podcast. Thank you guys again for listening in to Students of the Game. So today we're going to lead off with our main topic, uh, talking about MOB offseason acquisitions. Uh, man, it, guys, it just feels like forever ago that these all happened. Yeah, I know. But So we're going to lead off with the uh, NL West, and we're just going to go right into – NL West probably had the craziest offseason. Exactly. Yeah, Three probably. teams just made stupid big offensive moves, and, and – Pitching and everything, and it, honestly, like, we'll get through the Dodgers. I mean, we'll talk about them probably a lot. Well, yeah. They got Betts, Price, Jimmy Nelson. Anybody probably got Alex Wood back. Yep, they got Wood they back. Alex Wood and, back. Yeah, but Jimmy Nelson, I thought that was a pretty big one for them. Um, the D-backs brought back, uh, or they didn't bring me. They got back. Starling Marte. Yeah, they got Starling Marte, Starling Madison Marte. Bumgarner, Cole I Calhoun. About Madison Bumgarner. Yeah, Padres brought in uh, Tommy Pham. Uh, got Trent Grisham. Uh, Zach Davies, Emilio Pagan. Am um, I missing anybody? They also oh, gave so up. They might pieces. be 500 this year. Yeah, they gave up. Oh, they'll be good. This uh, year. Manuel Margot. Yeah, and Renfro. Yes. Yeah. To the Rays, who got like seven outfielders this year. Yeah. If this but, isn't the year that the Dodgers can like finally do something, though, then that's laughable. The Dodgers over under I mean, on the win total is I think like 104, <clears> and I hammered the over. Yeah. There's no way that I mean, if this just, team on paper goes and plays, there's no way they lose. Can you no just predict the World Series for the next four years with the Yankees and Dodgers? It, everyone I mean, says that every year, though. Like, but this is 
dude, look at these rosters. I mean, oh, there's no, no comparison how much better, like, the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees were one starting pitcher away from last year, and they got the best one of Garrett Cole. So, I mean. But yeah. he had to shave, so we he don't did. know how that's going to be. We don't know how he's going to Oh, that is that's true. very true. And the Dodgers have to sign Mookie Betts. They have to extend him, too. How many years do they have? Just one. This one I just, yeah. There's a chance that he might like not it. ever actually play for the Dodgers, depending oh, wow. how this like season I mean, yeah. shakes yeah. out. So, yeah, to go on with the NL West, the Giants just brought in, I believe, Hunter Pence, Wilmer Flores. Not really anything to talk about. Um, last team in the NL West. I'm forgetting someone. Rockies. The Rockies. Rockies didn't do shit. Yeah, I thought they would have traded Aaron Wait, I they to the traded Cardinals Aaron at this point, but that didn't happen. So, <laughs> going on to, to say the, it may not yet, but going on to the most laughable off off season division would have been the NL Central. Yeah, not a lot changed. The top the Reds, man. I'm, but I'm saying the arguably the top two teams literally did nothing. Cardinals, yeah, no, nothing. And then the Reds just Brewers got worse. I wouldn't say worse. I mean, they brought Omar Narvaez and Lost uh, Green Doll. They lost Green Doll. Narvaez is really good. They though. lost Trent Grisham, too, right? Yeah, but they brought in Luis Urias, and who's pretty good. He was the Padres prospect. Who will be their good. catcher this year? Omar Narvaez. He was really good. I don't even know who that yeah. is. Okay. Seattle, last was Seattle last year, yeah. And then the Reds obviously brought in like the huge bats of Mustakis, Castellanos, and Shogo Akiyama. Oh, yeah, they're just going to try to out-hit everybody. Right. Yeah, because – oh, and, and their Sonny, pitching staff's pretty good, too. They're not bad, dude. Sonny Gray can pitch like he did the second half last year. Great ballpark. Yeah, playing at Great American. They're just going to try to score. They got Trevor Bauer, too. Yeah, He was yeah, so do. bad for the, Ra- for the Reds last yeah. year. He can throw a ball out to center he field. Can, he's though. got the arm strength. Stadium. He, he showed us. He's a weird dude, man. I love listening to like him talk, though. He's – very, he's probably the most interesting character in all of baseball. Yeah, but to go on with the NL Central, the Pirates might be one of the best AAA teams this year. <laughs> um, and I think that wraps it up for the NL Central. So going to the NL East, the Braves made a huge, I think honestly, one of the most underrated moves, and they brought Marcelo in Marcel Zuna. Got Big Bear. Big Bear. Do what? They lost Donaldson. Yeah, they lost Donaldson. I don't think that's that big of a loss. The Nationals was one of my favorite off-seasons. They brought in so many people. Just a lot of role players. A lot of Eric Thames. I love Eric Thames. He's on, with the Nationals yeah, now. Brought in Eric Thames. They re-signed Strasburg and Hudson. I knew that. And they brought in as Drupal Cabrera, Starlin Castro, and Will Harris, who lost the Astros the World Series. Wasn't as Drupal Cabrera? Didn't he win the World Series with them? I thought he was no. on the team. Was he a prior National then? Yes, he yeah. used to be on the so Nationals. So now he's back with them. Yeah. He's okay, back. I knew he played for him at back. some point. Interesting. Yeah. Marlins had. A very strange but kind of cool offseason. Doing whatever they can to sell tickets. To be in fourth place. Yeah. <laughs> and so they brought in uh, Corey Dickerson, Jesus Aguilar, Jonathan VR, Francisco Cervelli, Kinsler. Probably not going to light up the world, but they might uh, get more than 7,000 people in the stands this year. Ian Kinsler's still in the in Kinsler. Brandon oh, Kinsler. Okay. That'll be their closer this year. He's, he was the Cubs' uh, yeah. very underwhelming closer last year that's correct <laughs> yeah when uh kimbrell before kimbrell right yeah yes yeah he was after his mvp because yeah brandon year. morrow was supposed to be their closer and never <laughs> ever ever got healthy he yeah, was day to day from day one until the <laughs> game 162 and then the mets brought in Dylan batances uh and then two potential cy young candidates in michael walker and rick porcello yeah yeah. yeah, Porcello has a Cy Young, right? Yeah, cool. when he went like twenty and three with a seven ERA. While we're on the Mets, though, did you just see Syndergaard's lawsuit? Oh, oh that's that is, uh, his thing. landlord. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is crazy. I mean, props to him for thinking he doesn't have to pay rent for six months. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> 
Probably yeah. doesn't hold up in a courtroom too well. And the Phillies overpaid Zach Wheeler, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They got but, Didi and they got in Didi Gregorius. So that pretty much wraps it up for the NL Central or NL East. We'll we'll come back to all these, but uh, we're just wrapping everything up right now. But um, for the AL West, we're going to talk about the Rangers. Rangers had a really cool offseason. Angels had the best in the West. I'm just saying they. I'm not ranking them right, right now. I'm just talking. But the Rangers brought in Corey Kluber, Todd Frazier, Kyle Gibson. They got a decent pitching staff with Jordan Lyles, uh, Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn killed it for him last year. That. He's very yeah. solid. Just a guy who just does his job. And he throws his fastball like 87% of the time, which I have no clue because he throws like 94. <laughs> Will the Angels ever win that division? No. Uh-uh. no. Mike Trout's a curse. I'll take that curse. I take I'll that. take that yeah. curse, too. <laughs> yeah. Now you have Rendon. That might be one of the best offensive lineups in baseball. With a healthy Shohei Otani, too. It'll be yeah. interesting. Yeah, I mean, they could be it's really just, good. I, I think it'll be really interesting to see what they do with Otani. But, yeah. What do you so, mean? Just, do you think they'll, like, they, well, they're, him in basically, one way? Like, Joe Mann was saying something about that they don't want to play him before and after a start. Uh, so, okay. if he pitches, so he'll be playing. He'll be so he, batting, like, two of the five days. Right. So, okay. yeah, I don't I, – which, I mean, he's a really good hitter, so, I mean, it's kind of hard to keep his bat out of I'd rather have his bat in the lineup every day. Oh, I'd be uh, I get, I'll take – He also pumps right. one or two. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good point. Yeah. Astros. Astros with all the they just had it. circumstances. Can we, talk, can we talk about the Astros for a minute and of how yeah, they might have just been the luckiest team in all of the history of sports? Oh, for sure. things happen the way they did. For sure. Because by the time fans fill back up in stadiums, that's going to be over. That's old news. But – I, don't think, I think it I'll get, get, get brought back up. Yeah, I think, not I mean, those near to food. the extent that it was if they would have had the season this year. I, I, mean, mean, I don't think baseball fans are going to forget about that. No. I mean, I won't personally. No, but it was well, – What was the over-under on how many times their players get been this year? Was it 81 and a half? It was 80 it was, something. Yeah. Somewhere. I don't know where I feel about over, that. For sure. It should be over, but I feel like it will be under. because I think, I think someone gets hit every game. I don't think so. No. There's no way. I think hitting people is – Stupid! It's just you love to do it when you were pitching. Well, yeah, anyone I know, you hit more batters on purpose. Kyle. Yeah, I don't think yeah, but I threw like seventy-seven, <laughs> and I leave a bruise on them for three weeks. <laughs> Kyle was really good at throwing at people, though. Yeah, that is true. Sometimes on purpose, sometimes not. But well, the Astros brought in Martin Maldonado, really good catcher. Brought it back for probably the fourth or fifth time. I don't really know how many times he's been there, but. Angels. Angels had a really good offseason. They brought in Rendon, probably the most sought-after free agent. Bat? Yes. Yeah, they brought, it, brought him in. And, uh, what was his contract? Like oof. eight for third, like eight for right. 350? I don't know. I didn't write it down. I know him and Trout combined are making like 70 million a year. That's yeah, right at 40. And he was in the 30s, Aeronaut, or I'm sorry. Uh, Rendon. Yeah, Anthony Rendon. Yeah, they brought in uh, two quality pitchers with uh, Julio Tehran and uh, Dylan Bundy. Uh, their pitching is still going to be terrible. Yeah, like I think it is Bundy's every single vastly year. underrated because he's oh, I think with he's good. The Orioles. I think he's pretty good. Actually, yeah. he had a good stretch. Was that two years ago? Yeah, he, Dylan like Bundy. That. Like, if if you've had him on fantasy, uh, bless your heart. But he always goes in like four or five start stretches where he looks like an AL Cy Young contender, and then he just falls off the face of the earth. Probably because they have Little League players behind them for the last three years. But, yeah, so that wraps it up for the AL West because the Mariners are just as terrible as the Pirates. And who else They always there? start off good every year. And they then did, they like, just year they did. They Poor like Kyle Seeger, though. Weren't they like 20-5 and five to they start the year last year or something they crazy was. like that? Oh, I do remember that. They were hot. Because then they win the first two games in Japan. 
Yeah. With Ichiro. Uh, yeah, because people forget that Ichiro just retired last year. I just want to go to their field and eat grasshoppers. What? That's a the thing. Game. That's a thing at the oh, Safeco field. Yeah, roasted grasshoppers. Huh. Never heard of it. All right, who else am I forgetting in the AL West? Mariners, Rangers, Astros, Angels, Athletics. Oakland A's. Also very underwhelming everyone offseason. Knows, everyone forgets them, but I they feel like they're good games every year. And yeah. the playoffs. But I feel like Billy Bean just has this reputation of trying to build a team on no money, yeah. even though he just – Moneyball really actually screwed him. I think he did. <laughs> I think he's just got this reputation now that he just tries to build this team for no money, even though he has – I don't even know right. if they have a whole lot of money, but – yeah, they'll. I don't know. They'll, they're in they'll the probably not be in Oakland for very long. Real quick, all MLB teams have money, just whether they're willing to spend it or yeah. not. You can't convince me otherwise. They are about it. They they're off. They're, their front office is about as big as joke as my hair right now. But the going on to the AL Central, uh, my favorite offseason in the AL Central was the Indians. The Indians made a splash by getting Emmanuel Class A, a guy who throws 101 mile an hour, and then two weeks later proceeded to suspend him 80 games for steroids. <laughs> <laughs> Only guy they brought in this offseason. Oh, yeah, I, didn't know I think the Indians are selling. I think they are done. They need I, to cash out on I Lindor. Think they, I, I think Francisco Lindor is going to get traded. Yeah, this I think year it's just for the waiting. first time. I think they would have. They were either going to like keep winning World Series or hold on to him, but the fact that they haven't had the success they were wanting to with him, I think he's the first trade made to go. I think yeah, they kept sure. kept the band together because the rest of the AL Central is so bad. They're like, well, right. we can we can win the division. <laughs> no, it's and now true. the division's catching up. It's like, all right, well, right. Let's White sell. Sox are going to be good this year. Sox know. should be good. Twins should be all right. Twins will be really good. I this feel year. like the White Sox just bought everybody like a year too late. Yeah, didn't the Mets try and do that a couple years ago too? Well, the Padres did that yeah. one year. Yeah, is that the James Shields and, and both the Upton brothers and Matt Kim, yeah, Myers, yeah. and then they they sold by the deadline. <laughs> yeah, that was a really bad year. That was really funny though. Um, twins, Twins are probably had a really underrated offseason. Their offense is oh my god, probably, probably I think their the offense might be the best in baseball. In the offensive yeah, it's yeah. really good. I mean, they'll so going around the diamond, they'll have Garver, one of the most underrated catchers, won me in fantasy last year. Yeah, <laughs> first base, they got a first base. Uh, Sin- Maybe yeah, Sano plays third, doesn't he? Sano plays Sano's third. third. Oh, Sano will probably DH. Donaldson will play third. Carlos Santana? Pro- no, he's with Carlos the Indians. Indians. Yeah. Uh, oh, another fun fact about the Indians. They will start four switch hitters around the uh, infield this year. It's fascinating. With, That's uh, wild. With Carlos Santana at first, Cesar Hernandez at oh, second, Lindor and Jose Ramirez. Wow. Yeah, That's, that's awesome. actually really cool. That's really cool, yeah. But, uh, fact, I'm going to write that down. Use that later. <laughs> The Twins uh, will have, you know, Kepler, Rosario, Buxton, uh, that Arizia or whatever, second baseman. He's pretty good. He's a switcher. But uh, first base, God, who was their first baseman? It's killing yeah, me. I don't know. I know Byron Buxton's been like the biggest and bust in the Oh, he's not been that big of a bust. He was no, he was really be good last year because it was whenever it was him and then the other it was Lewis Brinson. Those were like the two. And he's not busted more than Lewis Brinson. Byron yeah, Buxton was like the highest prospect in baseball like he five was. years ago, and I don't yeah. think he's ever hit over 220. Lewis Brinson was such a highly touted prospect. He got uh, traded for Christian Yelich, mind you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and Asan Diaz. Asan Diaz was actually the main – or him and uh, Lewis Brinson were like the main package there. But uh, going on to the White Sox. The White Sox, like I said, I feel like a lot of hype surrounding them. They did have – they brought in a lot of quality players, but I feel like – they just might have paid for what they were and not what they're expecting to be with it getting Edwin. I mean, Edwin's going to 
hit 50 home runs until he's 70 years old. Probably. But yeah. with that parrot on his shoulder. Um, Nomar Mazar is honestly my, other than Yasmani Grandal, might be my favorite acquisition that they got because they're going to have a really fun outfield with Eloy, Luis Robert now, and who the Cardinals should have. Would Robert, is he going to be up this year? Would yeah. he be all time? Yeah. They're, they're projecting open day. I hope there. so. Yeah. And then Mazara. And they're bringing back the pitcher who I can't think of right now that throws Cardinal. like 103 miles an hour. Oh, my God. Oh, Kopech? Oh, oh, Michael Kopech. Kopech. Or Michael yeah. Kopech. Michael Kopech. Yeah, Michael Kopech. Yeah, and then they got watch. Andrew Vaughn coming up for the White Sox and Nick Madrigal. Oh my gosh, yeah, they're, they're going to be really young and really fun. It's, Moncada's I, still there too. I actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, how are we talking about this? I, I don't actually hate them, but uh, bringing in Yasmani Grandal, I think, was absolutely just huge. Better of the Chicago teams. No, still second best <laughs> Chicago team around. I probably do agree with that actually. With who? With him? Oh god. Him is Connor. Kyle agrees with Connor. Yeah. And. All the AL Central teams, well, that's probably out of the relevant ones, but the Detroit Tigers and the Royals can't honestly. Best oh, the Royals did pick up Mike Matheny as their yeah. manager. Saw and that. they will. Is Billy Hamilton still their center fielder? No, Billy Hamilton's with the Giants now. You can lock the Royals down as going to be the worst bullpen, guarantee you. <laughs> Unless he somehow trades. I guarantee. I, you know what I really hope happens? I hope the Royals make the playoffs, and then at the deadline, at the deadline, they trade for Michael Walker. Michael Walker gets hurt in September, doesn't play until the playoffs, and then they bring in Michael Walker, just like he did with the Cardinals against Travis Ishikawa, and gives up a home run. It's a hell of a scenario you just put together. I know, but I I'm still salty about that. Who will win more games, the Royals or the Pirates? I'll I'll definitely take the Royals. Yeah, for sure. What about the Tigers or the Pirates? The Tigers, the Tigers might win are the worst 25 team in games. It's like if you play in Detroit, you have to have the worst record in whatever league you play yeah. for. I thought Tigers. that was like it a It is Packers a good reputation game. to have. I mean, yeah. you gotta, if you're going to hold something down, do it right. <laughs> Don't half ass anything. I love that they got all like your sports haircut? organizations yeah. in together on this, too. They got NHL, they're just all the sports. Yeah, they all find so Let's the all worst. be the worst this yeah. year. It's like sums up living in Detroit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's probably still not as bad as living in Cleveland, but. Going on to the AL East, uh, the Yankees obviously uh, giving Garrett Cole the keys to the city right. with $390 billion and uh, brought in lifetime Yankee Brett Gardner, who I feel – I was actually writing this down and I was actually laughing because I feel like Brett Gardner is one of those guys that is such a Yankees hardo that he probably took like a half – Half of the money just to stay with the Yankees, yeah, just because he wants I, that title. I am not a Brett Gardner I, guy. I don't like. Brett I despise Gardner. him. He's he still performs somehow. He I does, but he's just he's got the so, ugliest swing ever. Oh my God, man! He was Priestley Principal's brother in college. Yeah, I think they roomed together. Had to have been. They're tough. My one of my favorite off seasons, uh, and I will explain why is the Blue Jays because they brought in probably the AL Comeback Player of the Year, um, but they also brought in Hyunjin Ryu. They brought in the AL Comeback Player of the Year and Travis Shaw. Uh, I just am a huge Travis Shaw fan. Uh, brought in Tanner Rourke, another quality pitcher. Um, they're young though, but my hot take is that they're going to win second or win get second in the division. I hate the Ryu signing. I love the Ryu signing. He was miserable in the second what did he half. Sign for? He was miserable four for five, eighty. Right? Yeah, four for eighty. I think. Miserable in the second yeah, half. Yeah, twenty a year. And he's, he's good though. Yeah, he's yeah, never had a bad he's year. Good. 
In the first half, he had what, like a one ERA going into the race. Yeah, the second half, that's he, like, hard to keep up. He had a four or five ERA in the second half, though. Yeah. Well, what was he probably thirty-two ish? I don't know. I think we can all agree though that they have like the most exciting core of young players oh, exciting, that are yeah. super Between, fun to watch. Cap yeah, Bichette, and Bichette, and then obviously Bichette. Guerrero. Guerrero. And, that's, and Jance, or uh, the catcher, Danny Jansen. Yeah. Lourdes Guerrero. Mr. Hare out in center field, Randall Gritchick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Randy. And, so he uh, had a year where he said over like 260 for them. Uh, 260 strikeouts or 260 <laughs> batting average? Both. I don't know. Probably somewhere around that there That was a good year. trade for the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, no. What did we get for yeah, him? I meant just getting Connor rid Green. of him. I meant just getting rid. We <laughs> had an abundance of outfielders, and he was there. Who else did we get? It's Connor they Green and Cecil, right? They didn't trade for him. Did no, they we, trade no, for him? No, that was all signed. That was all signed. Right? Who? Brett Cecil. Brett Cecil. No, yeah, he signed with us. Four yeah. years, $32 million. What's worse, him or Fowler? Fowler's just more money. At least Fowler's Fowler had, played. like, good two years, Fowler's though. played, yeah. Brett Cecil's probably the worst signing in, like, oh, the last 10 years for the Cardinals. I think so, too. Cecil has just been atrocious. Yeah, it's been bad. He hasn't had three or four good games. But then uh, the Rays, like I said, I, I tried listing all their offseason acquisitions, and I came up with like five or six outfielders. I don't know where they're going to put them all. They brought in Jose Martinez, Rose Arena, Hunter Renfro, Manuel Margot, and yeah. the old Cardinals, Randy Rose Arena. Randy up. Randy yeah, that's a who up we today. got. That's what they say. That's what that's what we got. He's, uh, he's in that trade. That's yeah, it was liberatory. Yeah, he went with Jose Martinez. I yeah. forgot all about that. I think the Rays right. forgot. They they did not get the memo. They're not playing men's slow pitch softball <laughs> for outfielders this season. They got a stockpile of them. I just don't know where they're going to put them all. The crowd because that's a pretty empty stadium. That is that is an empty stadium. Yeah. They probably could save money by just taking out seats. I just don't know why they don't do that. In case they make a. Oh, another run with Evan Longoria. There's more back. Yankees fans in Tampa than there is. So I've been to Tampa two Rays fans. games, the Yankees game and the Red Sox game, and both times there were more oh, Red Sox and Yankees fans. For sure. It's just so depressing for the home team. Like you have to show up to that every night. Yeah, I do. Like, hate knowing literally the opposing team 600 miles away is bringing more fans. Yep. I hate not. the idea of having their half their home games in Tampa Bay and half in Montreal. Those. I think the worst that's idea. sad that they idea. even had to come to that no. though. Like. If you're going to do Montreal, just put a oh, team I up there. Completely. I hate half yeah. and half. That's stupid. And they're like, what is it, 20 miles from Tampa anyway? They're in St. Pete. Yeah, St. Pete. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it is. It's not in Tampa. But the Yankees spring training team is in Tampa. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. The Tampa Yankees, that just sounds so terrible. That sounds bad. But yeah, so that's oh the Red Sox. Oh my God, the Red Sox. I could we could Four do a whole Sox. we could do a whole podcast on how bad thinking, the Red Sox. So, what are they thinking? I don't know. I don't they know. just they threw they, away they, a World they, Series contending team. Yeah, the, all like they the wanted to do was just get rid of years. their sole intention was just to get rid of that David Price contract. I don't get I it. I can't believe they let Mookie go. Mookie's a once in a generation type talent. I mean, that that'd be like you know one year left of Mike Trout, not you know, or one, like if the Brewers had one year left of uh, Yelich, and they're like, oh, might as well just cash out on him. Like, right. no, you you got try and you got to lock it in, or just right. try and push. Whatever season you have what left happened just to from show the Red Sox in 18. That was one of the best teams in MLB history. And they just weren't that good last year. Yeah, was that because of the emergence of the Yankees? Or the Yankees they didn't lose course. that many pieces from that World Series team in 18. No. And they just really weren't near as good. As I don't, I don't, I don't know. Problems. I don't, I, ben Intendi falling off face Chris the earth kind of started sucked. off really bad, didn't he? Yep. Last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah Andrew Ben Intendi had a down year. Um, yeah. 
That's it for the oh, and the Orioles. Good gosh. Oh my God. <laughs> do we have to talk about? No, we don't have to talk about the. We will save you guys the the pain of talking about the Orioles, and we will just go on, and we'll go around the room and just we'll we'll all highlight one team that we just really want to talk about and think that who we all think had the best offseason. But if we if we agree, so say like we're gonna start with Connor. If he picks a team that Bryce also has, then he's gonna go on to his second one. So we'll we'll just highlight one team that we really liked. Uh, and had a good offseason. So go ahead, Connor. All righty. Well, I'll just I'll take the obvious one off the off the table. So Dodgers getting bets and price and giving up mm-hmm. literally zero of their top prospects is just absolutely fascinating. How they pulled that it's, off? Who their front office just is Houdini from mm-hmm. home. I don't, that's incredible. Yeah, and then they they gave up Verdugo. I mean, they've already got four Verdugos on that yeah. team. I mean, he's fine. Verdugo's <laughs> good, but yeah, he wouldn't have seen more than. I mean, it's the same player that like Jock was growing or you know coming up. And have you ever heard about the the funny story about Jock Peterson actually? When he came up in the league, he was swinging a 36-36 against righties. That's a big bat. And then when he came up against lefties, he was swinging a 36-32. Four <laughs> ounce difference. Oh, How do you get away with that? I don't. How does no, that I mean, not you just can like, swing whatever? You, as I long know, as, but that would mess my time. That's what I'm saying. Up so much if you're swinging a four ounce. I mean, in high school, that's... we swung like 34-31 or 33-30. That's like swinging a 34-34, yeah, and then wild. against a different pitcher, swinging a 34-29. That's crazy. Yeah, I did not know that. What was his reasoning behind doing that? Just to, I mean, well, he didn't why? see the ball. He, he, it was something like he didn't see the ball coming out of the left-hander's hand as well, and he was like behind everything. He some, yeah. So he just needed a little speed. Gotcha. That's wild. But I don't know. Yeah, the Dodgers getting bets and pricing like Kyle was talking about earlier. It was really just the Red Sox wanted to get rid of that price deal so badly. And I think bets only had, yeah, one year left on the contract. So they were just kind of cashing out with that. But Still wasn't a great trade, and we've mentioned it multiple times before. I think the Dodgers, I mean, this is their absolute – this is the first year that they are, I mean, just such a clear cut. Right. There's, I feel like in the past every every year there's at least been, oh, you know, the Dodgers are really good, but there's, there's also – There's just no reason team. why the Dodgers shouldn't be in the World Series. The Dodgers for, like, there's, Yeah, right they've been there for so long, too. I know. And Not it, like this year, though. It like, does seem puts like – yeah. You're right. They've been so good for the last 10 years, yeah. but this year's roster is the best that they've well, ever had. There's no it just seems – I can't even remember the last time Dodgers were bad and they haven't won a World Series since, like, what, 86? Yeah, they have something like that. Well, how many divisions have they won in a row, 13 or something? Something like stupid yeah. like that. Yeah, Which again, that might have speak three more, rings in that time span too. Might speak more to the division because the division's not very good. It's going to be good this year, though. Should be if three of the five teams. Should be Padres good. need to get better, which they should. Well, they are. They got a lot I mean, of good. They should. Yeah. And then uh, Giants won't be good. I can't. I don't think the Diamondbacks are going to be that good. I mean, and they then, brought in the right pieces yeah. that they needed, but like still getting rid of Paul Goldschmidt still weighing heavily on them. Right. I feel like and. Uh, Probably Jake Lamb not becoming his potential yeah. because they thought Jake Lamb was going to be Jake Lamb was the equivalent to like our Nolan Gorman. He was really, like really he good. was really highly touted and yeah, but he had like what one or two pretty good years like and two then two solid years and then kind of yeah. fell off. Well, he but, had injury. He was injury last year, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, back on the Dodgers, they brought in two pretty good pitchers in Jimmy Nelson and uh, brought back Alex Wood, which I think Alex Wood. He's good. He's solid. He's good funky pitcher. man. That that delivery is. Yeah. Yeah, I like Jimmy Nelson. I think Jimmy Nelson's always been the guy that's not really going to blow you away, but he's just—he's always going to be there. Does, I don't know. I like Price actually. I mean, I, he's not worth near the amount of money, but I think he's a decent arm to have, especially in the playoffs. He's a veteran. He's been there before. He'll—he'll—he'll he'll, he'll give you innings. So I don't hate half it. Last year, really good second. Plus, they got Dustin May too. 
Yeah. Gus May coming up is big time for them, too. Bueller on that stuff? I'm going to go with the Yankees. I mean, what, they win 105 games last year in the regular season. and Without Luis Severino. That's what I'm saying. They were one starting pitcher away from being one of the most complete teams in the history of baseball. I mean, literally didn't and they have go out, one. They go out and get Garrett Cole, who's arguably, he's the top three pitcher in the league right now. So, I mean, I don't – it's the Yankees and Dodgers to lose. I couldn't even tell you who's going to win in a series between those two because those are just two of the most ridiculous rosters I've ever seen. But, True. Uh, I, mean, I, I like the, the I, I think the Yankees getting Garrett Cole does more than the Dodgers getting Mookie. I disagree. You could with definitely that. make the argument. I but. can see it going both ways. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to lean toward the batter side of this only because they play. More. I agree with you, but they're not Garrett Cole's. Like when you have guys that are in that platform of like top five in the league, I think that overrides. Yeah. I see I both mean, sides of the argument because yeah. I mean a good pitcher can neutralize the best offense in the league sure, if he's right. on it if he's on his a game true. there's nothing you're gonna do about it that narrative is actually a really interesting one because it's like who is more important a guy who plays every day but really contributes to the game four or five or times the guy who can go out guy single-handedly win you 22 games in a year. no no i'm saying I just mean, in a single game a guy who literally is in charge of 27 outs gotcha okay so then i don't think anybody's ever solved the riddle in baseball does good pitching be good hitting or it's good hitting exactly. be good pitching but Go on. And on that note, I think I'm going to pick Steven Strasburg coming back to the Washington Nationals. Huge. That just, I mean, he, like we were talking about, single-handedly won them the World Series. Yeah. Um, also bringing back uh, Daniel Hudson, key key guy to their bullpen in that World Series run as well. Um, Howie Kendrick, just, how well, he had, what, two clutch games? All well, that he dude does is he hits. He just year. hits. Yeah. How incredible. Yeah. His entire career, all he does is he hits. He, he hit like the, he hit the quietest 310 last year. He hit too. the grand slam and was that in LA? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was the biggest at bat of the playoffs, yeah. I think. He hit two of the biggest at bats. That one off of Will Harris, you know, mm-hmm. and then he went off grand slam. Yeah, and then the grand he slam. looks like he's like Mike Tyson's age at like yeah. 47. He's, he's got great facial hair. How old is he? 34? I have no idea. He's like 30. I really do think the one person that the Nationals can thank for that World Series run is Trent Gershon, though. Remember that wild card game when he misplayed that ball and right, oh, which still, God. which he still claims it took a really bad bounce, but it was you, you remember that right? Yeah. When the ball, it was just a single out to right field and he yeah. just oh, let it go yeah. right past him and three runs scored and Juan Soto, you know, got it out on the bases. But you got any more on the Nationals? I do not. I just think him them bringing back Strasburg and Strasburg staying loyal to his Nationals. You know, they yeah. drafted him and he's right. been there and he oh, said cool. he wants to be there his whole career. And yeah, I mean, I, they I, gave I, it to him. I think it's well deserved too, especially after he last year. He was the best pitcher in baseball the second half last year. He was so Jack good. Flaherty. Oh, Jack Flaherty yeah. by far okay. was the best pitcher. Yeah. Outside of the historic yeah. Yeah. second Outs- half. Yeah. Outside of Jack Flaherty, I think Strasburg had the second best. And Scherzer. And Scherzer. They, they those were, two were. Strasburg took it to another level that last month and a half. Yeah, I was going to take the Nationals as well, actually, because I really, along with Strasburg, I just, I don't know why, I just really loved the group of players that they brought in. I just feel like they didn't make a bad signing. Rendon's a big loss. I wish they could have held more. I absolutely do agree with that, and I, I'm not going to say that they, I think they did get better. I mean, it, it's oh, tough I to say that. I do. I don't think you can lose a guy like Anthony Rendon and get better. They I, lost Bryce Harper the year before, and they got better. Yeah. So it is possible. I guess, yeah. But bringing in the collective players of Eric Thames as Drupal Cabrera, Starling Castro, Will Harris, I just – I don't They're see, solid. They're I mean, so solid. They're a really solid group, yeah. yeah. And great so, pitching staff, too. Going – oh, man, I got to think. Uh, who am I going to pick? 
I'm I'm gonna let you guys choose this. I'm gonna give you guys a couple teams, and I could talk about any of them. I'm gonna say it'd probably be the next tie between the Padres, the Twins, or let's go Reds. I was gonna say the Braves. I would say the Braves. A lot. The Braves just have had a in big offseason last few. I'm mean, just this year, but the things they've done the last few, especially, have really just oh. like. Yeah, I think that they've had more so offseason moves in the last few years than probably any other team in baseball. I think that division's Braves. still so up for grabs. It is. Yeah. So Braves, their pitching staff. Max they, Freed, they have Mike Max Freed, Soroka, Fulton Davich. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, just who are Sean Newcomb. Sean Newcomb. They lost yeah. Tay Heron. Who just who some give me some more arms. I just have Soroka. Because I don't watch Mike enough Soroka. Braves baseball, honestly. I know they have Trent Green in their bullpen just because he's on my fantasy team last year. He's I just, the one that Jack played with in high school. Flair. Max Freed and That's G. Max Freed and G. Okay. But yeah, going on from the Braves, I do really enjoy the Marcelo Zuna signing. I, I really think that I really think that the Marcelo Zuna signing was probably the most underrated signing of the of the uh, off season. I, he made it very clear that he did want to play in St. Louis. And I absolutely, I didn't know how bad it was going to hurt him signing with another team. It, sucks. it didn't hurt at all. Oh, I, I think it sucks. I, I, didn't, I, I wasn't sad over it. Dude, we was have Tyler left field who hit 250. We have Tyler Neal slated to play left. For the last I, just, few years. I was so disappointed in Marcel Zuna as a Cardinal. I'll never forget. I was in basic training and my mom wrote a note, like in all caps on the letter that said, we got Ozuna. This is him coming off of him hitting 330 and four, like 40 home runs. And the dude somehow just, winning a gold goal. Somehow and won a gold. The dude was the worst left fielder I have ever seen in my life. Chris Duncan will give him his run money if we're going to go back to yeah, the time bowl. But I, to be honest with you, man, we have so many good young outfield prospects that Ozuna signing did not. But none of them are Ozuna. They're called prospects for a reason. You don't know what you're going to get out exactly. of them. Exactly. I think they could hit 240 and not make 40 errors in left field. He wasn't the. Are you that, kidding me? Are you really going to say he wasn't that bad in left field, Kyle? I mean, he was bad in left field, but Tyro O'Neill isn't known to. He's Tyler fast. O'Neal's a good outfielder. Dude. He's not known to. You know, he's not going to be a no goal Glover. Probably not, but he's going to be better than Dylan Carlson. Dylan Carlson. Does that open it up for Dylan Carlson? I think no, he's that's the right. Well, Dylan Carlson. It's just right another now. outfield spot that it opens figure. up in case someone gets hurt. I mean, Schilt's pretty smart. He'll figure. He'll piece together, but. With Ozuna, the two things I always think of is, one, he's not Christian Yelich, which at the time is like, oh, you know, both those guys are available. I remember for the Cardinals fans, I was like, oh, I'd rather get Ozuna. Well, Yelich. coming off the year he had, yeah. And then I the mean, second thing is I will forever play the loop of Marcelo Ozuna jumping up on the fence oh, to catch God, that ball. All about that. And then jumping down and – he hung planning. on it for like five seconds. Yeah. And then yeah. I think that's why that we all think he's play. such a terrible outfielder because he does stuff like <laughs> that, that. That one play did not help. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> that was terrible. It so just bad. drove me crazy how he would tiptoe on the outfield. <laughs> I, I didn't like him. Like, I balled down the line. He always tiptoed in the outfield. <laughs> oh, God. He drove me crazy. You can't take away his raw. Like, dude, he probably had, I can think of like the one home run he hit in Mexico. It left the stadium in like two seconds. Oh, yeah. Like, the dude. Just hits absolute piss missiles. Had, I mean, I'm going to miss that. I right here had 29 home runs, 89 RBIs, and he had an 800 OPS. He led the We have nobody on this RBIs. team other than, we have nobody on this team other than Paul Goldschmidt that I would project to hit an 800 OPS. No, there's no way. Nobody. That's what I'm saying. That is just invaluable. It's, because, you're playing left field for Christ's sake. Just pull like, the young fell off the face of the earth last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, he needs that. But. Yeah, the Cardinals lineup just needs some, something, a lot, some solidarity, a lot. Just something to protect Paul Goldschmidt. I mean, my God. Yeah. Hopefully, he has a bounce back here too. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that that definitely wraps it up for our uh, MOB talk. I mean, sorry it took so long, but you know, 
We're not sorry, actually. No. That's probably our favorite topic to talk about. We got a lot of – we've been starved of the MLB. I mean, we, we're just so ready, whatever it takes, honestly. I was talking to Brock about this this weekend. I'm just – I do side with the players 100%, and I feel like most of us probably do. But it's just like, honestly, I just want baseball back. Yeah, whatever, whatever gets baseball back the quickest is what I'm going to be in favor for. So, yeah, going on from that, we are going to get into our famous stock market segment, which, again, I will reiterate every single week. We absolutely do not talk stocks. And, Brock, we're going to start off with you. Stock up for me this week is the one and only Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, he got a, he's getting a $20 million contract all that. from Bare Knuckle Fighting, I yeah. believe is what it's called, to uh, fight somebody. I, think, I don't know if it's one fight or not. It is. It is. I think yeah, it's one so, fight. But yeah, he's 53 years old, and if you've seen a picture of this guy, he, he even said it himself. He he thinks he's in the best shape of his life. Did you see him? They had a side by side of him in 2009. Yeah. Like, dude, I didn't realize how fat he Me got. Either. He got well, really he big. big. Yeah, he was really big. But I think that's what he's gonna keep doing. And why not just do one like fight contracts? The dude, he can make so much money. Just. How much money would you have to get to take one punch from Mike Tyson? Oh my God, thousand bucks. I think a thousand dollars. Pretty broke, right? Facial to restructure your face is gonna cost twenty thousand. I think I'd rather fight his tiger. I would not take a bare knuckle punch from him. I mean, I was. I'm literally gonna say like a million dollars. He might kill you. Maybe with a boxing glove on, but not bare knuckles. I might have to pass on that. Thousand dollars. He's just, dude. He's so overwhelmingly powerful in those videos that he posts. Like it's insane. I'll make sure to see what he does. So, yeah, we're going to go on to my stock up of the week. We're going to go with the famous – the person who set the Twitter world on fire this weekend, and that is Eli Manning. Oh, my. Okay, easy Eli's the man. Easy. I mean, that, that was – Connor, you know what I just remind – you remind me so much of Eli Manning. I don't well, know how I didn't put this I together. I got to write that one I don't down. know why <laughs> I didn't put that together. So you really – you look like him too. So Eli Manning is now a must-follow on Twitter, and he, uh, he's he been electric. I mean, every one of his tweets has just been dynamite. I don't know if you guys see those, yeah, those memes where it just Tom says Brady he don't, roasted he don't miss. so bad, though. He, he literally – every single one of his tweets was just on fire. I mean – he, his tweet about saying his brother's the better golfer, but he's a better dancer. And did, did you guys, have you ever seen that commercial where like he puts uh, OBJ up in the air? I don't remember. It was, yeah, it was my Twitter cover photo for the longest time. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime yeah. I think of Eli Manning, I just think of that beach that beach picture of him carrying that sand that sand castle bucket. It's just he's got like just looks like an absolute dad. I NFL memes posted probably a hundred times a year. Oh, Guts that. hanging out. It's so funny. My man. favorite Eli Manning picture. It's so depressing though. Is whenever he was putting on his shoes in the locker room when Danny Dimes was had like millions of reporters around him and Eli Manning. I saw it, yeah. two time Super Bowl took down MVP. Tom Brady. Yeah, beat Tom Brady twice is just putting on his shoes. No reporters around him. I'm so, like, that was the end of Eli Manning right there. Yeah. He took it very well, though. Yeah, he I, did. I think he's so. A, he's a class. He deserved better than that. By for the sure. Giants. He deserved a farewell tour. I mean, yeah, he deserved I better so. than getting benched for Geno Smith that one <laughs> yeah. week. That wasn't great. <laughs> but I'm glad your uh, stock up was future Hall of Fame quarterback Eli Manning. My stock up is going to be the man that he beat twice in Super Bowls, Tom Brady. He's my stock up, not because of his horrid golf game, Horse but pants. because of his his personality. Everyone in the world hates Tom Brady unless you're from unless you're from Boston, and his personality. He's just a likable guy. Yeah, he really dude, is. is. He makes jokes about himself. He tears his pants open during yeah, the round. So he doesn't funny. care. 
I don't. He's. I. See, I disagree. I think it's not just Boston. I think it's just a love hate relationship with Tom. I love Tom Brady. I always have. Like, and I hate the page. I don't hate the. I just. I'm, I Why love do you Tom. like Tom Brady? You, I, Tom I appreciate, and dude. He's so good at life at everything. The way he talks. The, the way, way he I, makes out with his sons. Dude, oh man, I love Tom Brady. He's the best dad football player slash like ambassador for the game of football. I love him. I, dude's great. I'm a huge Tom Brady fan. Thank you for your comments, Roger Goodell. <laughs> My stock up for the week is Dak Prescott. He might be the worst quarterback in the history of the NFL to receive the contract that he received from the Cowboys. He didn't he get sign? that contract He yet. didn't sign it, but he received a five-year contract worth $175 million. He declined because he wants $45 million dollars a year. So, Which is just laughable because he's trying to put himself in a top-tier bracket with like Patrick Mahomes and what Lamar Jackson's going to get. And the dude isn't – I don't – I don't think he's the top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I think he's right on the bubble. So the fact that he turned down 35 mil a year is just absolutely hilarious. I've never like, seen Dak Prescott get more roasted than the time that he got beat up by a bunch of Tennessee fans in PCB Park. Do you Park. remember we were there? Yeah, we were there. Kyle caught a pass from him in spring break. I dropped it like usual. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I almost would say Dax might would be a stock down because of that, or he needs to be no, a concussion protocol. I am, uh, One of the cherishing two. somehow that guy like Dak Prescott received that offer to begin with. I think that's impressive. Yeah, if he gets forty five, Patrick Mahomes might get sixty million. Dude, like yeah. he should. <laughs> He's very good at football. <laughs> I don't agree because you got to think the Cowboys could realistically start Andy Dalton this year at $7 million a year and probably do the exact same thing they would do with Dak Prescott under I mean, center for the whole Dak's, year. Dak's and good. And save like he's $30 just, million dollars a, in the process. He's not a, million I don't think, yeah, he's not a top-tier quarterback. All right, enough with the stock up. Let's uh, move on to stock downs. My stock down, I'm going to go against Connor on this and say my stock down is Tom Brady Ooh. because of his rough golf game. And it shows that I think we all – Bet on – the big argument was did Brady win because of Belichick or did Belichick win because of Brady? But now he's – you can really correlate the two there. Now huh? he's um, 0-1 without Belichick. And that's oh. <laughs> also, we, ripped his pants. Yeah. You do need to appreciate Tom, though, because as soon as never, people really start never. chirping him, look, look what he does. As soon Just as Charles Barkley, only 150 yards yeah. out. Like that's – I have that's a new Tom, favorite man. hobby, though, and it is watching – Amateur golfers watching their uh, fly track of their balls. It's Whenever awesome. you know TNT just highlights right. in the red line where the ball goes, you see a major fate, <laughs> right major in slice in that swing. Yeah, that's funny. I love that Tom Brady really owned up to the pants rip. Did you see that he yeah. said something about his pants were practicing social right. distancing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Yeah. So my stock down. We're gonna we're gonna continue this train of quarterbacks, but uh, my stock down is the bum shit Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf. What do you do? Ryan Leaf was drafted number two overall in 1998. Behind Peyton. Peyton went one. Yeah. Yeah. So he lasted, I believe, four years. I don't know where he went to college. Uh, Montana no, or Nebraska? Wrong. Somewhere out that's west. That's wrong. On the west coast. It is on the west coast. I thought it was like it was Nevada a, or Montana. It was a big it's school, school, though. Because yeah. he, he worked oh, for the Washington Pac-12. State. I think it was Washington State. State. That's yeah. right. He, he plays for the Cougars. He's a Cougar. So whenever he left the NFL, for those who are wondering, he used to actually be pretty bad into drugs. He was a drug addict, and he actually got caught trying to – he was caught with burglary and drug possession because he was trying to steal painkillers. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so – but he spent two years in prison, and he came back and really won people over and thought everyone – convinced everyone he had changed – he worked for the Pac-12 uh, network as an analyst for a while and uh, d- 
despite this background, the ESPN actually gave him an offer last July. Uh, thought it'd be an awesome idea to bring him in as a, just a college football analyst. And on Friday, he was arrested with domestic battery. Yes, released. Set. Yeah, <laughs> horrible mugshot. Like Tiger Woods. Why did I see this? Yeah. So really? he was released Saturday with a five five thousand dollar bail. Um, the 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 crazy story is I actually looked very hard trying to find the details of his domestic battery, but there was nothing out there. But so you can use your imagination on what Ryan Leaf did, but I cannot see Ryan Leaf getting a job in on TV anytime soon again. No, I didn't help his cause. Probably not. Nope. Uh, my stock down. We're gonna go over to the NBA. My stock down is Mr. Paul Pierce. So this past week, after the whole MJ documentary, of course, he had to talk about LeBron. And he said LeBron is not one of his five greatest oh, players yeah, of all time. I mean, he's just he's, – yeah. he's nuts. Everyone knows how I feel about LeBron, but even I will admit he's a top three player of all time. I'm they, not I mean, people not. went back and they looked at – LeBron has scored – again, when Paul Pierce is guarding him, LeBron scored over 1,000 points. And when LeBron plays teams that Pierce is playing for, he's averaged like 35 a game or something mm-hmm. like that. Not a good look for old Paul. The audacity. The audacity. I did was showing uh, Brock this weekend my favorite. I think I found my favorite LeBron James stat of all time. It's the fact that he has more career playoff points than ten teams. Ten teams combined since like the LeBron era. No, no, all time, all time. His six thousand about. I think it's like sixty nine hundred something career playoff points, and there's ten teams that have not accumulated that many points in playoff history as a team as a team (laughs) Uh, that is not terrible my stock down for the week is going to be Lori Laughlin she had a tough time she's had a bad year she's had a bad year she doesn't have Uncle Jesse to bail her out and she finally admitted to uh being guilty in this college admission scandal and my thing is is like do you really have to pay that much money for your kid to go to like USC? When, just go to Lewis and Clark. Community just go college. to yeah, <laughs> yeah. Her husband got double that, so she got a hundred thousand dollar fine and a hundred hours of community service, and her husband got a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar fine and two hundred fifty hours of community service. Oh my gosh! Just so their daughter could go to USC. Oh my gosh! So how stupid is their daughter if they're throwing up that much money for her to go there? I mean, that's like getting an 18 on the ACT or something. Chill, man. <laughs> <laughs> that hits close to <laughs> Yeah, that's about all we got for the stock market segment. Uh, and uh, we will – before we send you out of here and give you our big surprise, we're going to talk a little bit of blues. Before we get going with the our NHL talk and just, just a little bit about the NHL and the blues, and we want to thank our sponsors out there, Jasper Contracting LLC – um, Jasper Contracting LLC is an awesome construction company that can do just about anything under the sun. I mean, you, we've done, we've taken on projects that almost we're new to, and that's fine. And and we're, we're still learning on the process, but we're also just a grade A construction company that can do everything that you want. And our boss, Brian Jasper, just brings everything, every one bit of your imagination to a reality. And he's just an incredible Incredible person to deal with. He's a good people person. And along with that, we get our materials from Addieville Lumber, who is our other main sponsor. And Addieville Lumber is run by Brian Auble, who is just another awesome human being. And those two mesh so well. They get everything done on time. They get everything done fast and in the shape that you want it. 
And um, so whenever you are in need of supplies, con construction, if you're trying to do your own project, call Brian Auble at Addyville Lumber and he'll hook you up. All right. Thanks, guys. Now we're going to talk a little NHL here. We, we've we been hearing a lot of information from the NHL and the NBA basically wanting to do the same thing. Um, they want to go to a, a remote place. Probably, I think the NBA has been more about that. But the NHL, they want to go straight into the playoffs, which is fine. But on the other note, there's some huge news that came from the St. Louis Blues standpoint that they won the NHL Fortnite championship. I mean, they just stay winning. I, I don't understand. Fingers. They just can't lose right now. And Vince Dunn, Jordan Cairo, and Rob Thomas last month finished second in the charity tournament to win 100K for charity. And this month they took home the first place trophy and won another 100K. These players are claiming to donate 50K to the St. Louis Children's Hospital, 25K to the St. Louis Area Food Bank, and 25000 to the Muscular Dystrophy Research. The, the last one doesn't really sound much like a charity, but it's a research in the the main purpose behind that research uh, for 25K going to muscular dystrophy research is the, the thought process behind that was Rob Thomas's brother suffers from spinal muscular atrophy, which is a form of muscular dystrophy research. So that was a pretty cool gesture by them. Uh, but on a serious note, I just really don't know if these I know these guys are pretty good at Fortnite, but I just don't know if they could hold their my jock in war zone. <laughs> but so, yeah, on that note, uh, I really appreciate the blues. And uh, what they did, they, they stay winning. Uh, they I, All I know is I don't even know if Boston made the top 20 in Fortnite, so they can suck that. But um, on that note, we are going to – before we forget, we're actually – now we're going to roll into our last round of the Ugly Jersey Draft. And then after this, we will give you our surprise and send you on our way. So go ahead, Bryce, with the first pick of the third round. All right, we're going to take this to college football. I don't think – have we talked about a college football oh, team yeah, yet? Was, for, did we? No, we did? no. Yeah. Okay, mine is going to be the Penn State Nittany Lions. That is an awful take. You I don't stand like up. Them. Those are beautiful. They're I love horrible, them. dude. They're Those literally are timeless. The most They're beautiful. Basic uniform. It's a white helmet with a blue stripe and nothing on their jersey. It's horrible. They're so oh, those dull. Are so perfect. They're, what is perfect about them? The Connor? color scheme. The I like history the colors, behind but them. The jerseys are horrible. I'm done making comments with that. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Clearly, not everyone in the room agrees, but I do not like their jerseys one bit. Rock. God, I love them. All right, we'll get off the Penn State topic. But uh, my last choice of an ugly jersey, I'm going to go with the disgusting Minnesota Wild. Yeah, yeah those, those are, are pretty those bad. Are very I bad. don't those are bad. know exactly what their logo even is. The Wild. It might be like a UFO. I don't, I don't, I don't know what I don't it know is. You do it like a bunch of trees, like I the nature. I don't know. It's, just the it's not a good look. It's like Christmas year round. Dude. <laughs> the red and green just disgust me. They don't even like. It's. I mean, the color scheme's terrible, but they just. It's like they're embracing how bad it is by just making ugly uniforms too. So for the third pick of the third round, I'm going to go with basically a trend I've been going with all along. Um, the Seattle Mariners. They're, I like the Mariners. Yeah, I don't hate. I, don't, the, I love I like their the colors teal. too. I like the teal I, it's a little, like little green and the navy blue. Yeah. I like. That I don't think there's look. anything good about them. Their alternate like yellow and like royal uniforms are even worse. Like the Griffey jerseys? No. Oh. Talking like, well, that would have been like really early Griffey. Yeah. Those are really bad too. I think. No, with the Mariners, like with yeah. the with the trident as them. Yeah. I think the trident's cool, but it's like they're. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think they're horrible. 
I, I, not even Griffey or Randy Johnson's mullet could have made them look good. <laughs> um, just another case of bad performance in recent memory, I think, just makes them so much worse. Yeah. And then to wrap up our draft, the uh, final pick, Mr. Irrelevant, is going to be the Dallas Cowboys for me. And I say this, I only have, I really only have like one jersey in my it's a head. Hot take. And it's the silver pants. It looks like they wake up and they put their silk bed sheets around their legs. And like, <laughs> all right, I'm ready to go play football. You're not wrong about that. It's just such an iconic jersey. I man. understand. And, and like, thing. like, I can't, it's a, there's not an iconic jersey in any. Okay, I disagree with you on that one. But what did yeah. you say? I said it's the same thing as Penn State. He said it yeah, can't, the Dallas Cowboys are the, the Dallas event. Cowboys are the same thing as Penn State, Brock. Dude, the little dude. I Penn love State's it. been around much longer than the. Yeah, Dallas I don't Cowboys. know. I don't. And again, I don't actually. I really don't hate like their other jerseys. It's actually just the silver <laughs> pants. I just can't stand them. They look all shiny. It looks like a quarter. I don't know. It just shines well with their helmets, though, because I love their helmets. They're really shiny gray with the star on. I I like the Dallas Don't they Cowboys wear silver pants with white jerseys? Too? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it just do. doesn't that's, look good. That's bad. Yeah, it's interesting. The white I like it. Look, yeah. I again, I don't I like hate the rest of their jerseys. Too. It's just those yeah. damn silver pants. What about Thanksgiving jerseys? Do you like their Thanksgiving jerseys? Yeah. No, I I do like the the dark blue and the white. I think it looks good. It looks clean. It reminds me of Penn State's jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> But I think that pretty well wraps up uh, the the whole draft. So we are going to have a little Twitter Twitter poll for our for our followers. Uh, we're going to see who who you guys think had the best bad jersey. All righty, and that will do it for our ugly jersey draft. Uh, so later this week we will have a Twitter poll, uh, just kind of summarizing everyone's drafts, and we're going to want our fellow followers to give us a vote and see who you guys think had the best ugly jersey draft. Uh, but with that, Kyle, I'm going to pass it back to you, and let's let's give them the big surprise. So we've been really wanting to – we've been wanting to spill this on Twitter for a long time because we've been really excited about this. But we are going to put ourselves through an NFL combine. We're all going to be quarterbacks, obviously. And uh, we're going to be doing a 40-yard dash bench press of a – number that is to be determined later uh hand size we're going to do quarterback drills that with throwing and then we're gonna do a standing broad jump and then maybe some other drills we the don't Wonder know yet tests absolutely but yeah our uh, yeah yeah sure the bmi is through the roof in this <laughs> but uh yeah so we're going to be doing this. We'll probably be getting football cards uh, by the end, of, and we'll sign them and give them out to our random followers. Probably not, but, you know, if you're lucky, we might get greedy. Who's having the best draft day? Who's having the It won't be me. I'll be fourth overall pick out of us I four. I got the arm. I don't, yeah, I, Kyle, you got I have, have eighth arm. grade experience of being a quarterback, and I was the emergency quarterback our uh, senior year. And, but I didn't know any of the plays, so that kind of got nixed really quick. <laughs> How many times did you guys throw the ball? I threw. No, I'm saying the quarterback. Career, I'm saying quarterback. How many throwing plays did your senior year? Well, I was a PPR machine my senior year <laughs> at wide receiver. I had nine receptions uh, for around 200 yards. But my Can I hear big about the first half of one of your games, please? The first half? What the, are you only the first half. That was Carterville, wasn't it? Are you talking about the Carterville game? I need to hear about it. Oh, so yeah. I mean, whoever picked me up on the waiver wire that week just <laughs> had the steal of the century. 
because I went for five receptions for I think 70 something yards and one drop touchdown pass, <laughs> but it was right through the wickets. I'm so sorry, Hunter Cooper, if you're listening to this QB one, but so on the flip note, I was the emergency quarterback. I, after uh, an injury went down, I was the holder for the kicker. And if something went wrong on a bad snap, I was supposed to roll out to the wrong side and throw. I had to yell fire and throw <laughs> off my back foot to the back corner to to someone, whoever was there. And I tried it in practice a couple times and it was ugly. So, so this is going to be, I think if we had betting odds on this, I have to be the clear favorite. I think we make betting odds. I think you yeah. have the slowest 40 time. I oh, for sure. Know. Like I said, I'm Big Ben in this bitch. I don't <laughs> I don't need a 40 time. So, yeah. Probably lowest vertical as well. But you're right. It's all about the art. So I would say of all of these five to six topics, I'm going to be the huge underdog in all of them, okay. except the quarterback drills. You have the arm strength, though. I mean, yeah. You're and it's just it, it's just gonna look so smooth out of my hand being left-handed. So <laughs> we got two lefties that is in the room. room. I'm oh, a lefty. Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah, a lefty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, that is that's our big surprise. We'll uh, hopefully have a big uh, documentary come out um, and uh, get a call from Goodell on draft day Drop next your year. For sure. It's not gonna be me. I'll save you that. I'll save you that. And um, on that note, thank you guys so much. Um, have a great rest of your Memorial Day. It's nine o'clock at this time. So. Have the great rest of the three hours of your <laughs> Memorial Day. Have a good week. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we really appreciate you guys listening.